There's a lot of research out there for financial advisors. Most of these clowns don't manage money. We do. Research by Potomac. Click on the link below. Before we start the show, we'd like to remind our audio listeners that this show was developed as a video podcast. If you'd like to see any of the visuals that are referenced in this episode, we invite you to check out our YouTube channel. Simply search for the Conquer Risk podcast. You'll see all the shows we produce, including this one. And just like the audio, you can subscribe to be notified the moment a new episode drops. Enjoy the show. From Research by Potomac and the Conquer Risk podcast, this is Who Charted. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the final episode of Who Charted. Yes, you heard that correctly. After 34 episodes, we are going to be winding down Who Charted in its current format, uh, coming back to you uh, with a new format in our regularly scheduled time. So with me, as always, to bring it home for the final episode of Who Who Charted is Drew Wells. I am Dan Russo, the Director of Research here at Potomac. One last time, you know the drill, six charts in six minutes. And since this is the last show, I guess uh, maybe we can ignore the time limits. What do you got, <laughs> well, This is the uh, S&P 500 on the top pane here and percentage of components in uh, volatility breakouts in the bottom pane here. Long story short, we're looking at stocks that have very unusually heightened volatility over the past month. You've seen us show this chart uh, quite a few times over the uh, length of who charted here. One thing that I want to point out in its current form, uh, this metric is approaching that 40% mark, which has kind of historically been, um, you know, kind of some blowout conditions, if you will, uh, or extreme heightened volatility within the individual S&P 500 components. Notice that we did get pretty close to that metric right around those June lows here. Now, this is not a call broadly for a bottom in the S&P 500. Historically, we've noticed some counter trend rallies around these levels when these metrics, uh, breadth metrics reach an extreme. You're starting to see that actually the S&P has recovered those dream lows, kind of fighting with them in the trading session today. So it's going to be interesting to watch. All right. Uh, speaking of terms like blowout and volatility, this is the move index, the ICE Bank of America move index. This is essentially the VIX for treasuries. Um, and it is now approaching levels that we last saw Uh during the depths of the COVID panic. Uh, I've highlighted some other key levels that have seen the move index kind of blow out, if you will. 1998, the collapse of long-term capital management. Uh, 2008, 2009, the global financial crisis. COVID, and now now. Uh, There's a phrase making its way around the markets that the Fed will hike until something breaks. I don't know what the definition of something breaks is, Uh, But the move index is getting close to levels where the Fed has kind of taken a step back in the past. So I don't think enough people are talking about the move index uh, and how it's brushing up against the COVID highs. But we're going to highlight it here today. All right. I am a big fan of long term charts because I like long term trends. Right. And that's the best place to find them. This is a monthly chart of uh, pharmaceuticals here. We highlighted this breakout. I think a lot of people were excited about it. Uh, very long-term uh, breakout there, right around 175. This is a 10-month moving average you're seeing on that chart there. The point that I want to drive home is that no matter how you're positioned in this uh, market environment, basically almost everything, particularly within the equity space, is going down. Now, with that being said, take a look at price action relative to the S&P 500 on the bottom pane here, kind of trying to make a lower high and starting to outperform a little bit. 
Uh, some nice, you know, relative price action, obviously, over this past month, the defensives have been doing well. We've been writing about this theme of what is less bad in the marketplace, and I think that this is uh, a chart that really highlights that example. Again, the sellers have come from everything in the marketplace, and I think uh, if you have to be invested, taking a look at the defensive areas of the market that are you know, still been performing well is prudent. Uh, All right, I mentioned earlier not enough people are talking about the move index, but plenty of people over the weekend were talking about European banks. Um, and it seemed like anywhere you went online this past weekend, uh, it was a doom and gloom trade centered around the implosion of one of the big European banks. Seemed, everybody seemed to key on key in on Credit Suisse. Here's what I'm gonna say about that. I'm not going to pile on. What I'm gonna say is this, European banks have been a mess all year. So have most risk assets around the world. Credit Suisse has been in a downtrend for almost two years. And Deutsche Bank uh, has been in a downtrend for most of 2022. So what I would say is, um, what of these banks collapsing probably shouldn't be a surprise. That's not the call I'm making. But generally speaking, you know, companies don't collapse and implode from 52-week highs. Uh, what's more interesting to me is that this is just confirmatory information. European banks have been a mess. Those two banks are in downtrends. Really, nobody should be surprised by anything they see. All right. Uh, if you needed one more chart to tell you that this is a risk-off environment, here it is. Why not, right? This is uh, Precious Metals uh, ETF relative to a 6040 proxy that we like to use, which is the AOR. Uh, interesting to see breaking out above through that uh, relative resistance level there, right above that rising, now rising 50-day moving average rather. Um, I'm not quite sure if it's time enough to get super excited about precious metals. This is kind of an early development right here. I would say those uh, March uh, and summer highs in the ratio are some definitely some key areas to keep an eye on there. It's been a really long time uh, for precious metals to get going on an absolute or relative basis. I think that's something that a lot of people have wanted to see this year. If they haven't, uh, maybe third time's a charm, but if it is, this is as good a spot as any for uh, for that to get going. Take a look at uh, RSI and the bottom pane there getting overbought for the first time since uh, really March of this year. So could it get going? It absolutely could, but some levels to keep an eye on. All right. Uh, another thing to keep an eye on, we've been saying this for a while, uh, is the dollar index. Uh, absolutely exploded higher over the past two weeks, but did have a reversal last week to close towards the low end of the weekly range. Still above the 10-week moving average, still above the 40-week moving average, both uh, rising steadily. Uh, but I would start to make the case that on both timeframes, somewhat extended, getting out about two standard deviations above both the 10 and 40-week moving averages. Those are the Z-scores uh, that you see at the bottom of the chart. If you are looking for risk assets to catch a bid, you're probably going to want to see the dollar index heading lower. There's been an inverse correlation for the past year or so. That correlation's holding. Dollar being overbought and stretched is what you want to see if you're bullish risk assets. Um, next step would be to see a breakdown. All right, so that is it for us this week. And uh, that is it for us with Who Charted. Uh, it's been super fun. Uh, we're looking forward to the new show that's coming out. Um, I hope there's not a time limit on it. Uh, that appeals to me, as many of you know. But thank you so much, as always, for joining us. And... Um, we look forward to seeing you on the uh, on the new format. Drew, take us home. Again, thank you, everybody, for spending some time with us. In typical Potomac fashion, we'll have some interesting uh, interesting content for you in the new format. It, obviously, if you like this kind of content, you're looking forward to it. Hit that like and subscribe button, and uh, we'll see you in the next next video. We'll with see the you. New format. See you next time.
This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast.